0: You are listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. I was recently invited to sit on a panel for an event hosted by my local dental society titled The Business Side of Dentistry for New Dentists. I'll just let you guess what that event was all about. (laughs) Organized Dentistry considers anyone less than 10 years out of school a new dentist. This includes me too. The event had a decent turnout. There was definitely a variety of experience levels represented in the group, But the vast majority of these new dentists were unlicensed dental residents who haven't quite started their careers yet. They're finishing up their clinical training, and they'll be practicing within months. I wondered how many of them were actually set on going into business at all. I know that when I was a resident, I never thought I'd ever care about the business side of dentistry, let alone become a presenter at an event like this. I was intent on working in public health. It's funny how things work out. Anyway, these new dentists and residents were able to hear from a panel of insurance agents, lawyers, lenders, a doc who is selling his practice, a doc who acquired a practice, and then just in case they weren't overwhelmed enough, they got to hear from me about my dental home care practice, Accoma dental. I explained my model and hope to encourage them to embrace in-home dental care too. You know that I think there could never be too many dentists on the ground. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that my practice has a completely different business model from other startups or acquisitions that these new dentists have learned about before. Check out episode number three to learn about a blue ocean in dentistry. After the event, I received a lot of questions from residents, but also from dentists who own brick-and-mortar practices. I was excited by their interest. Two questions really stuck with me, and I want to answer them for you, too. The first question was why I don't do more concierge-like luxury care for patients who value privacy. This is a valid question. I know that there are house call practices in affluent communities that develop five or six-figure treatment plans for patients and offer a lot of fancy services to patients who value privacy or convenience. That is a viable business model. The second question was why don't I have a mobile van? Another very valid question. There are plenty of mobile van practices out there for public health purposes, reaching underserved communities, and for private practice purposes in patients' driveways or workplaces to offer convenience. I'm not surprised that learning about my dental house call practice inspired these questions. My practice model isn't too far off from either of these models. These new dentists had their gears turning, and it was great. Like these dentists, you need to know that the possibilities of dental home care and mobile dentistry are endless. There are so many great dental business ideas out there. I highly recommend exploring all of them because all of them can be supported. All of them provide value to different patients in one way or another. That's why I want you to go back and listen to episode number 13 with Dr. Miles and episode number 15 with Dr. Amaro because these mobile dentists do their own thing in their own way, and it's great. I'll link to those episodes in the show notes. Okay, so back to the two questions. Why don't I offer luxury in-home services, and why don't I have a mobile dental van? Both of these questions have the same answer. The answer is, my mission is to provide dental care to patients who are best served at home. I am looking to meet the needs of a particular patient population. I want to deliver services that my patients demand in the way that they need it to be delivered. Period. My patient pool is comprised of patients with special needs, older adults, patients with dental anxiety, patients with autoimmune disorders, and patients with neurological and neurodegenerative disorders. My patients don't typically demand veneers or luxurious dental care because they're concerned with health and comfort. And they certainly don't demand treatment in a mobile van because most cannot physically get into a van. I should also mention that I really believe patients who are able to get to a traditional dental office, so most patients, should go there. It's the most efficient way to offer dental services. Plus, mobile equipment is limited. I don't have a pan machine to bring into people's homes, for example, so I can't find OKCs or condylar fractures or things like that. My services are limited and therefore an alternative to no care for patients who can't get to the dentist. They're not a substitute for going to the dentist for patients who can get there. So while mobile van models are more efficient than my home care model and a concierge luxury practice is likely much more lucrative than my practice, I am clear on the patients I'm trying to serve. You need to be clear on who you are interested in serving before you start any kind of dental practice. Dentistry is a health service. Every single person on the planet needs it. No single dentist can treat every person on earth in the very best way. This is why we have many dentists and specialists and dentists who practice in different ways. Variety and freedom allows all patients to be served. So all you need to do is decide who you want to serve before you start any kind of practice. And then you'll know which business model to pursue. Full disclosure, you know I'm recording this podcast to encourage you and other dentists like you to offer at-home dental services to patients who cannot get to the dentist. That's my angle. Millions of people need in-home dental care and are going to go without it because you're not offering it yet. Of course, I'm hopeful that this model will gain traction over time so that me, you, and other dentists can start a movement to normalize dental care for the many patients who can't get to the office. Remember, offering dental house calls isn't only wonderful for these patients. It can offer a lot of value and flexibility to your life, too. Check out my free scheduling template called A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist to envision what your days could look like if you embrace this model. You'll find the template at residentialmovementcom A Day in the Life. Thank you for pressing play today and sharing some of your time with me. I'm grateful you decided to listen in and consider offering at-home dental care for patients who need it. Whether you decide to pursue dental home care or not, please consider supporting those in need of it by contributing to the Home Smile Care Foundation. The Home Smile Care Foundation is a nonprofit organization founded by myself and my loved ones to offer financial assistance for patients who struggle to afford in-home care. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of the Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.